Welcome to One Girl in All the World, a Buffy the Vampire Slayer rewatch podcast where we recap each episode in order and discuss. I'm Ashley, Buffy super fan. Kimmy, Buffy newbie. You can find us on all major podcast apps, YouTube and Instagram with new episodes on Tuesdays. So today we are talking about season two, episode four, Inca Mummy Girl. So you liked this episode? You've already told me that you liked it before we couldn't even you couldn't even stop yourself before we even started recording. <laughs> I did really like this episode. I thought it was great. Um, yeah, it was. I just thought it was really well done, and uh, there's a lot of interesting character stuff that went on. So yeah, yep. yeah, and especially like I guess you could you could categorize this as a Xander episode. Yeah, and I would. It, it was good. It was good. Xander, finally, yes, finally, yes, we get a good Xander episode. episode. Yeah. We still have only had one Willow episode. I'm hoping there's more coming up. She better get an episode soon. I and, have a feeling yeah. with a new introductory character in this episode, maybe she'll get her own episode soon. Oh my gosh. Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff on this episode. I might have to up my stake rating when we're talking about it. Because I think okay, I rated okay. it a little bit lower. I will, I will make you fall in love with this episode. <laughs> I didn't. I hate. I didn't. Hate, I mean, I liked it. I liked okay. it for sure. I mean, just uh, the, yeah. the like quotes alone. There were so many good quotes in this episode. Yeah, it was good. We'll go through it. Yeah. All right. I made so, notes. Good. <laughs> Bring the notes. So okay. Notes. So the air date for Inca Mummy Girl was October 6, 1997. So we're getting closer to the episode after next is called Halloween. And it's the first oh. like Buffy Halloween episode, which is a good one. I We watch that one mm. like uh, pretty often. So we're getting to a really good episode soon. So we're getting into the spooky season in 1997. It was written by Matt Keane and Joe Reckenmeyer. And directed by Ellen S. Pressman. So they are back as director. The synopsis is, Buffy and Giles are suspicious of Empada, a Peruvian exchange student staying at Buffy's house. When a student, when a fellow student goes missing during a school field trip to the Natural History Museum and a broken Peruvian octogram cover plate, pictogram, sorry, pictogram cover plate is found in his place. It's a, her, oh, okay, yes. I don't know why this is like stumping me. In the student's place. Meanwhile, after Xander falls head over heels for Empata, he faces certain death when his love interest is revealed to be an ancient mummy who must kill to stay alive. Fun fact about this episode, and I didn't know this because I'm like, obviously, I've said this all the time, I'm doing more of a deep dive, not just watching it. I'm looking up like the Wikipedia, like the, the fandom page for each one, like seeing all the different references and everything. So this was new to me. The Inca Mummy Girl, this episode was based on the mummy Juanita, who was found in 1995 oh, in so Empato, Peru. Oh, so I think that's where they got the name, okay. Empata. Got it. And it's, they were found in Empata, Peru. Interesting, okay. I think that's where, that was their inspiration for this episode. Yeah. And this is the fifth episode with no vampires. So oh, it's been a lot. Interesting. Angel wasn't in this. No, oh, you're right. wasn't in it. Oh, no. Okay, he'll be back. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, no, no Trilla, no vampires, not even, no, like, random vampire lackey either. Yeah, like, a right. nameless you're vampire. Right. I didn't yeah. even, I was so engrossed in the episode that I didn't notice that. It's good. It's good that you don't care that a vampire is missing from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> it's kind of in the title. I mean, so yeah, it's I think, good. I think we've discussed this before. I kind of find it interesting when they go off into their... The supernatural Super weeds. Whatever. Yeah, other stuff. <laughs> other other than vampires. Let's call yeah, it. Yeah, no, it is good. And the that that that's the thing too. Like, yeah. It's centered around vampires, but they always are bringing new weirdness into the show. Mm-hmm. So this is this is another one. So we have our slayer opening. Giles, yep. Annoyed. Anyway, I'm just okay <laughs> to say that. We open the episode in 
with the kids are Buffy, Willow, and Xander are walking. They're walking to a museum. So I decided to put all this under a museum location. So and, this talk- is, yeah. and this is where I was wrong with your question. Yeah. So Buffy is having a foreign exchange student come stay at her house. For two weeks. A strange person in their house for two weeks. Did, you, did your high school do this? Yes. Okay. Did you take part in it? I didn't. I don't, I don't even remember, like, it being, like, offered to be part of it. I don't remember, like, saying, oh, well, we should do this, we shouldn't. Like, we didn't. Like, my house is chaotic. Like, I don't okay. think it would have been. Okay. <laughs> but we did have a girl in, was it, my, I think the grade below me in high school. At one year in high school, we had a girl from Poland that was there the whole year. Okay. Yeah, um, like she was there the whole year. Like, it wasn't, like, two weeks. Like so. Wow, that would be a really long time to be away from your family. Yeah, it was a private Catholic school that I went to, high school. Um, just because the other high school was not good. So I had to go to a private school because the public school was not good. So um, I don't know if it was through, like, the diet. Like, if it was a religious thing or if it was just, like, a regular program. I don't know. Like, I'm not sure. Okay. But, yeah, we did have a foreign exchange unit from Poland. Okay, um... We, so I, my, I participated in the foreign exchange program at my Oh, school. cool. Yeah. So we had a girl come stay with us for two weeks. She was from France and then I went there for two weeks and yeah, it was really cool actually. That is really awesome. Yeah. It was great. Looking back, I wish I could have participated in it. Like now, like now I wish that would have happened, but I don't even remember it being on my radar. I just remember mm. her being there. That's it. So yeah. oh, very cool. 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 I didn't know that. I learned something new about you. <laughs> Okay, so they are talking about, as you said, Buffy's going to have a foreign exchange student in her house. She's not super excited about it. Obviously, something her mom was, like, pushing, something Mm -hmm. her mom wanted to participate in. Yeah. And obviously, it's going to be hard. This comes up a little bit later, but it's going to be hard for her to keep up her duty. Her duties. Later duty with somebody, like, a stranger in her house. That's right. Uh, Even though, like, she has to keep it from her mom, too. But it's one more person in her house that she has to, like, keep up with. You know what I mean? Keep up with ruse. I like how Xander likes the idea. He's like a, I don't remember what he says, something about like cultural, whatever. I didn't write it down. Okay, anyway. He's like, right, he's supportive. He's, yeah, he's, he's like, this supportive. is great. Cultural, yeah. culture, culture's coming together and learning from each other, and he's all about it. Yes. I like when Buffy's like, oh, did you ever like participate in it? He's like, oh, my parents tried to send me somewhere one time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember what he said, but he's like, oh, they tried to send me somewhere one time, but it didn't, didn't work. So that's funny. So they're, and then we see them walk up the stairs to, um, to the Natural History Museum. Mm-hmm. And it's about the kind of a, there's like a banner that says like cultural exchange. So I don't know why the banner would be there, but I whatever. Guess the museum is supporting. The yeah. Maybe they're, maybe they're <laughs> facilitating it. Yeah, I guess okay. that, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Once they're in the, uh. <laughs> In the museum, Cordelia comes up and asks Buffy, like, ooh, what does yours look like? Like, there's a catalog, apparently. That's hilarious. With pictures of these people, like, the exchange students. And so, she, yeah. funny thing is, like, when I did mine, we actually did have to send headshots. Oh, yeah? So you would, you would see, yeah, you would see. I don't know. Yeah, it's weird to think about it. So, yeah, I guess. That's interesting, because I didn't know if that was, like, complete it's yep we had to do that which is hilarious yeah okay, okay yes keep these exchange student <laughs> information coming i'm loving it and cordy is getting sven i think she said he's from sweden from sweden yep from sweden he's, he's gorgeous and he's staying at her house at my house so cordelia is on cloud nine waiting for her for her exchange student and she's also perusing everyone else that's <laughs> so uh, weird i just feel like you wouldn't i don't know i feel nope. like you wouldn't nope, be able wouldn't. to 
No. Yeah, okay, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> you wouldn't have a guy staying with the girl student and vice versa, would you? No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Right. I figured that's how it would be. What are they? So then, so then Xander finds out that a, a guy is staying. Because he's like, oh, I just know he's a guy. And like, she doesn't know what he looks like. She doesn't know anything about him. She's like, oh, it's just a guy. Oh, that's right. That's where she... And then Buffy Xander's, always knows. I, I couldn't remember why Buffy thought it was a girl at first and then thought it was a boy. No, okay. just Xander, he thought it was yeah. a girl. And Xander's like a man with man parts. Yeah. So <laughs> Buffy reveals that it's a boy student that's going to come stay with her, which Xander is now not so supportive of this whole exchange, no. cultural exchange thing. Because he's it's, obviously still... Do you think it's a protective thing at this point? Or do you think he'd be the same with Willow? Or do you think it's romantic feelings? Still I think it's on? romantic feelings still. Yeah, okay. lingering romantic. And then because like Willow's even like, oh, I thought you were saying it was a beautiful melding of two cultures. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not now it isn't. No, I don't want any melding. No meld. <laughs> nobody melding with Buffy, please. <laughs> so they're kind of talking about that. And they see a character named Rodney Munson. Who is like scraping something like yeah, the paint or something doing? off of an art off like an artifact into that's, a bag? Like I don't even know what he's trying to yeah. accomplish there. <laughs> his whole his whole character was really weird. Yeah, good thing he's not around. <laughs> and they notice him, and uh, it's funny when Willow's like, "Oh, you just don't like him because of that one time he beat you up every day for five years." Five years. <laughs> <laughs> make me not like someone else. Yeah, know. sure. Okay, I'm like I. I I'm on board with Xander on this one. So Willow goes over because she doesn't think the violent approach is the right way because Buffy is going to go talk to him. But Willow says, I'll go talk to him. So she goes up to him and obviously they know each other. So Willow is kind of tutoring him in, in chemistry. And she's like, I don't think you should be doing that. He's like, what are they going to do? Kick me out of school? So this is like, uh, was it Mark? No. What was the Sheila? 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 Sheila soulmate? The bad girl? That she got turned into a vampire. Oh, yes. yeah, yeah. Her name was Sheila. Well, yeah. Yeah, like Sheila and, well, Sheila's not around anymore. But I feel like they would be a good couple because he doesn't seem to care about getting kicked out of school. He's a bad boy. <laughs> he might be an upgrade for Meat Pie. I don't know. I don't know Meat Pie personally, but I am judging him based on his name because we're vegans here. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, she's trying to like talk some sense into him. And obviously they know each other and she's tutoring him in chemistry. And then they get all, like, the tour guide gets their attention. It's going to take them into the Incan um, princess exhibit. Mm -hmm. So they're walking in there, and he kind of tells the story that a teenage girl was buried alive as a sacrifice. A beautiful teenage girl. Yeah, a beautiful teenage girl that was 16. Because no ugly girls allowed. Yeah, no ugly girls. You know what? I would love to be an ugly girl at that time. Like, yeah, let me live my life. Ugly (laughs) and happy instead of being killed, buried alive. That was so, I can't believe, yeah, okay. I can't believe they did that. That was really creepy. Yeah, buried alive to um, and is, was protected by a curse on the seal that she has in her hand. It looks like a plate. Yeah, it looks like a plate. Yeah. I put down plate, and then later I remember so they said seal. So I started they, using that. They sacrificed her, like, all they said was they sacrificed her and buried her alive. Is this like a sacrifice to their god? So later she or says, when she's talking to Buffy later, she says to protect them from the netherworld. Oh, I missed that. Okay. Yeah, so... I'm piecing that together, okay. that it was, like, to protect them from something the gods were going to do or protect, you know, something like that. Okay. Or from seems, going to hell or something. Seems something like pretty that. evil to sacrifice a teenage girl and bury her alive for that book. Buffy says that she needs to pick pick up Empata up from the bus station. Mm-hmm. And Xander, again, is not liking it. But she's saying <laughs> it's important to note that she is saying it in front of the mummy. She's standing next to the mummy when she says it. Because we found oh, out later that Empata right. knows all this stuff because she listens. She said she listens. 
Right. Yeah. So she says she has to pick him up from the bus station later. And they just kind of look at her and kind of see the mummy. Yeah, and then Willow says something about, like, why isn't she wrapped up in bandages? Which, yeah, is Like, in the movies. Yeah. That's because she was buried alive, though. They can wrap her up and... Yeah. They were just like, you can just be comfortable, hang out for a little bit until you die. (laughs) Or I guess they didn't want to wrap her after. Yeah, I don't know. That is interesting. Because she wasn't mum. She wasn't mummified after her death. Right. Yeah. She's buried alive. Because mm-hmm. you know, like when you see like a normal mummy, they're like there's a kind of like a bombing. There's like a process they go to, mm-hmm. through before they are wrapped up and everything and put in the tomb or whatever. She wasn't. She was just put in there alive. Yeah. Okay. She, but she would just her. She had a natural mummification, which you right. do see sometimes, right? Yeah. Um. All right. So they everyone just kind of keeps going and they move on and. A little bit later, I guess, when the room is empty, Rodney comes back and tries to steal the seal Why? out of the mummy's Why? hand. Why would he do that? I don't know. He's like a klepto, I guess. Or he just likes to just destruct things. And he tries pulls it, and it hits the side of the tomb, and it shatters. Yep. So that's not good. No. He breaks it, and he's kind of like, oh, man. And then all of a sudden, the mummy hands reach out and grab him by the throat. He wakes up and chokes him. Chokes him. And then we go to the credits. So we don't know exactly what's happened. In the library, Buffy is trying to talk Gi- while while training. Buffy is trying to talk Giles into letting her go to the dance because they're having a dance surrounding the like cultural exchange where you're supposed to dress up as a different culture. She just wants to do this one thing, Giles. Yeah, she wants to go to the dance, and she is beating Giles to a pulp until he agrees. So he finally does agree <laughs> and says he's going to go ice his shoulder. And Xander again is still like he said. Well, Giles says. That it's already gonna be hard enough for you to keep up your secret identity with this person mm-hmm. living with you, and she's like, "Yeah, like so, I should go to the dance like a normal person." And Xander doesn't like that he said. Giles said that the guy's living with her. Like it's okay. We get it, Xander. We get it. And then they start talking about Willow. Yeah, they said they're all gonna go together. Mm-hmm. Xander says, "Oh, you need to come with us because if it's just the two of us, it'll be a date." But like, they go do all kind of things. The two exactly. Of them. They do. Like, I don't they know if it would bronze. if it would be a date, but that's what they're setting it up for anyway. And Buffy says, oh, you've, like, never thought, basically says, you've never thought of Willow that way in all the years you've known her. You've never thought her that way. And Willow enters the library and is kind of hanging back and hears Xander say, like, I love her. She's my best friend. But no, basically, I don't think of her that way. And Willow's, likes, like, she's happy at first to hear him say that, that she's her best friend and that he loves her, but then that he doesn't see her that way in a romantic way. And she's, you see her face fall. She looks a little crushed. Yeah, she's sad. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, then she, yeah, she ma- comes up, makes herself known, and they kind of talk about the dance here a little bit, but then she says that Rodney didn't come home last night. Yeah, and then they realize that maybe he wasn't even on the bus on the way home from the museum. Yeah, they don't remember him on the bus. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then they say... Which is weird, because, like, don't you count heads when people get on the bus? I mean, yeah, <laughs> usually. Maybe not in Sunnydale. They're like, oh, we're going to miss, we're going to lose one every day on average. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, as long as we have the majority... We have eighty percent of the students. Then we're fine. Like let's just go. We have we have to get this bus back. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny because he says uh, I think Xander starts it by saying, "Well, what if he awakened? Some, awakened? See, Willow says awakened from their t- her tomb. Oh no, I think Xander's okay. I think it, Xander yeah. says maybe he awakened the mummy. Willow says she arose from her tomb, and right. Buffy says and attacked him. Right, and they're like <laughs> all like an idea. <laughs> Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe exactly. this could be something. Like, oh shoot, maybe that is a thing. Maybe that's the, maybe there's some validity to this worry. <laughs> so they all head to the museum to check it out, and they see that the seal is broken, and it's just laying kind of in pieces inside the tomb. 
And Buffy goes to pick it up. And then while she does, like, a warrior guy jumps out and tries to attack them. So random. So random. And I don't know if you've, like, watched Twilight, but that was, I was like, I know that guy. And it's Jacob's dad. What? It was? Yeah. Oh, that's the same I actor. Nice. Yeah. Okay. I have a thing I for actors' Twilight. faces. Like okay. I remember it with somebody Apparently in something. Because if I told you how many times I've watched Twilight, I think you would be. I was very into Twilight when the books were out, mm-hmm. when the books were coming out, and then, like the last book was like really bad, and I just like totally went off of them, like completely. So yeah, but I did, I've seen all bad? of them. I didn't mind the last book. I thought the second I book was bad. Didn't like it. I didn't like it. Okay, that's fair. Anyway. Okay. But I do know, yeah, he was the actor that played Jacob's dad. Okay, cool. All right, so Xander kind of, like, jumps on his back, and then he, like, looks into the tomb and then runs off. And Xander thinks he saved them. And he's just like, well, something scared him. Like, it's, like, trying to, like, be gentle with them. <laughs> they, they say, okay, let's get out of here. They took the big part of the seal, like, the main part. There's other pieces missing. And they go to leave. But then Willow looks in again at the mummy and stops them and says, did they, did the Incas have orthodontists yeah it's just like they were really advanced right (laughs) that advanced yeah were they that advanced or they had orthodontists because the mummy has braces yeah and they see that they realize that it's rodney Mm -hmm. and it looks like he's been dead for like 500 years yeah in the library willow says it looks like how is that possible it looks like he's been dead for 500 years yeah and that they said that obviously they're putting two together that when the warrior saw rodney that's when he ran off Mm -hmm. because they knew something was wrong giles needs to translate the seal so he said it could take me weeks to do it. And then Buffy's like, oh, shit. I have to pick up. I have to pick up Empata. Uh I'm late. And maybe he can look at it because he's from maybe the same like, part of the country. That's yeah. right. All right. At the bus station, we see Empata and he's kind of looking around. He's been abandoned by Buffy. <laughs> like, he's supposed to be picked up. He's just kind of looking around, lost, poor thing. And then he hears between like the buses because like the bus station now is like pretty deserted. Yeah. He hears his name like Empata. So he like wanders over there and the mummy jumps out and kisses him. And you kind of see like his life force start draining from his face. Yeah. So poor Empata. I don't know, if, you, if you're at a bus station at night and there's nobody really around and you hear your name being whispered, whispered, would you walk up to that? Would you try to seek that out? I don't think I would. I'd be like, mm-mm. I mean, probably not, but like <laughs> he is waiting for someone to pick him up that he doesn't know. I guess that's true. So I don't totally think it's like running up the stairs in a horror movie. I don't think it's quite that bad, you know? And he doesn't know Sunnydale, right? He doesn't know like that's, he could come from a really safe place. Who knows? Yeah. Like okay. a really safe area or something. Buffy, Willow, and Xander show up late and they're like, oh, Buffy's like, oh God, it's been 40 minutes, 40 minutes late. Hope he's still here. And she's calling for him. And then a girl comes out between the buses and says mm-hmm. that she's Empata and she's wearing the same clothes that he was wearing. Yeah. Very pretty girl. And Xander is like, oh. Smitten. He's a smitten kid. Smitten right away. At Buffy's house, Buffy is showing Empata around the house, showing her the kitchen. They get her a drink. And they said, oh, have you ever been to America before? And Empata says, yeah, she toured like Boston, Philadelphia, New York, New maybe. York, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's funny how she says that. And she says she didn't get to see much, but her English is so good because she listens. Mm-hmm. She listens to everything. And Pada and Xander really hit it off. Mm-hmm. They're just kind of laughing together. And he's you can like tell that they're getting like off. an idiot at her, like as if she doesn't understand or speak English. Yeah, he's like, where you did you go? Drink? Do you want something to drink? Yeah, like, ugh. Even yeah. though she's speaking. She's communicating with him speak. fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad that stops pretty quickly. In the bedroom, Buffy, she's kind of sleeping on a cot 
in Buffy's room, which is weird because they do have another bedroom. They have three bedrooms oh. in the house. Oh, that's weird. Uh, okay. But maybe they just... I don't know. There's just here's in like another room. thing. If Empata was a boy, would he be sleeping on a cot in Buffy's room? Yeah, exactly. That seems strange, doesn't it? No. Yeah. So, but anyway, she's in there. She's talking about how she wants to fit in. She wants to have a she normal just wants life. A normal life. Yeah. That her room was her old room was much smaller because Buffy kind of per- says sorry about how tiny the room is. She's like, my other one was way smaller. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing too. I kind of like this like discussion between them because Buffy was she seems apologetic, not just like about the room, but like about Sunnydale in general, like. Maybe it's, uh, I don't remember exactly what she says, but, like, it's kind of boring or whatever. She said it's dead. She said, oh, we're at home. She says it's much more cramped and dead. And she's like, oh, you'll be right ho- at home here in Sunnydale. Yeah. yeah. But I just think it's funny because, like, Buffy, you know, for Buffy, it's not anything special. But Empata is just, like, she thinks this is the Wow, it's a whole new world. Everything's so exciting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just nice to see the, that the perspective. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah, and she just wants a normal life. So they're, she's kind of excited about getting to school the next day. And Buffy said she'll make a bunch of friends and it'll be all good. And the quad Cordelia is talking to a new character named Devin. Another boy. A new boy. And a, a new boy. <laughs> and Sven is there, kind of. She's He's in the background. so mean to him. Oh, my God. Yeah, this didn't really pay off for her. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because she's just annoyed by him. And she's just so mean she's very she's 100 percent cordelia on this episode oh my god yeah those little glimpses of her being like a human they're not in this episode (laughs) yeah she does she just like treats him like a dog like commands him like come 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 sven sven or like like, stay stay stay." yeah she's like talking to devon saying you know i'm not just gonna like sit be there at the front of the stage looking at you all googly-eyed or anything like that he's like okay well where can i meet you after the the show because he's a musician and she says i'll be at the end of the stage obviously <laughs> i'll be like right where i said i wasn't gonna be there <laughs> so they they depart Devin goes over to another character a new character who's a big character in the show called named oz so we meet oz for the first time this was this was exciting for me i didn't i didn't realize seth green was in the show so that was um or if i did i forgot so this was i was like oh seth green yeah uh he it's seth green like daniel osborne his name he goes by oz and yeah, this is, he's the reason I started watching the show. He's the reason I was like really into Seth Green. Really? Yeah, cool. and I that's why I was like, oh, he's on Buffy. Let me see what that's about. And then oh. that's why I started like initially started watching the show. Wow, he catapulted your your love for Buffy. Mm-hmm. Yep, he was my yeah. gateway drug into Buffy. Your gateway drug. Um, I really like the way they they had this back and forth. How um, Devin was like, oh, she's like so pretty, and Oz is like unimpressed. He's like, whatever. Um, He's deep. Still waters run deep is like the thing for Oz. Yeah. And then he's like, you would be impressed by any pretty girl that can talk, that can walk and talk. And Devin's like, she doesn't have to talk. Wow. He's great. So great. (gasps) Devin. Yeah. Yeah. So so I'm I'm interested in this Oz character because yes, like you said, he's deep. Like he obviously has more to him than Cordelia's boyfriends. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so they're in a band together. Obviously, he said that Oz plays Lee's gu- lead guitar. Oh, yeah, and that should be, like, a chick magnet thing. Yeah, he's like, use that leverage as a, the lead guitarist. But Oz isn't really interested in that. Nope. He's not in the, a band for the chicks. No, he seems which, to actually like yeah. the music. Yeah, so these are two new, two new characters we've met. Willow and Xander are also in the quad talking about which costumes they're going to wear, but um, Willow is very excited about hers. We don't find out what it is. And Xander's like, I just don't want to look like an idiot. Yeah. yeah. Xander's like, I just don't want to look like an idiot. <laughs> in the library, Empata meets Giles, and she kind of, he immediately just asks her, can you look at this seal? Yeah, there's no... <laughs> and Buffy you know, says, like, awkward, <laughs> like, or exactly. something. Like, like he, you could warm her up to it, maybe? 
Yeah, he's like, hi, nice to meet you. Look at this. What does it say? What does it say? What does it mean? She's like, oh, okay. And they kind of make up this cover story that they're looking at this because of archae- they're an archaeology club, <laughs> which so Buffy funny. is the president. Right, of course. And she kind of says that she thinks this one particular symbol, it's like a man with a knife, means bodyguard. Yeah. And that he guards the mummy. Against those who would disturb her. Yeah, and she says that you should hide it because it's valuable. And Buffy's going to run off and, like, do more research on this. So mm-hmm. Xander is like, oh, I'll spend the day with you, Impata. I'll, like, take you around school and everything. And they Sorry, run off. Yeah. <laughs> and she's all for it. And yep. Willow is, like, obviously really sad. Zand- I mean, Giles is trying to talk to her, get her attention, and she's just watching them leave the library. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's sad. In the bleachers, Impata and Xander share a Twinkie. That, this scene was cute, actually. I thought it, it was cute. cute. Yeah, yeah, Xander was actually, like, very, very tolerable in this episode. <laughs> Um, yeah, he's, like, introducing her to junk food, and I love how he says that it ha- has no ingredients a human can pronounce, so it doesn't leave you with that heavy food feeling. <laughs> yeah, that was really good. Because it's and just, like, thinks, chemicals. <laughs> she thinks he's strange, but she likes it, which is yeah. cute. Yeah. yeah, they're very much into each other. Yeah, they're cute. That's cute. cute. Yeah, cute it, it is cute. It is cute. I'm I'm here for this. Yeah. You know? In the library, Willow is still sad. She's sitting there kind of moping, not really participating in the research. Yeah. And Buffy finds something and calls, well, we'll talk about Willow a little bit more. She says, you know, I can either wait for Xander, I can either move on with my life or, or wait for Xander. Her, spend yeah. her life waiting for Xander. Xander to date everyone else and, like, before he even look, notices me. Look her over. Yeah, exactly. That's like, yeah. it's kind of sad. And then Buffy's like, good. And good then for you. Willow's like, yeah, but I didn't make my choice yet. I was just telling you the options. I didn't say I made a decision. Poor thing. That is sad. I know. It's hard when you it have really feelings sad. for somebody. <laughs> yeah. That is not reciprocated. Yeah. We've all been there. Yes. Yes, we have. So Buffy finds something. We don't really know what it is. She goes, aha, possible, ha. Huh? And then D- Giles comes over and it's like, oh, yes. Somewhere on the seal, it says that, or he can translate that the mummy is able to feed off of people's life source. So basically mm-hmm. sucks the life out of them. And the bleachers, Empata and Xander are attacked by the warrior guy. He's back. Yeah, again, he, just he just leaps out of, nowhere out of nowhere and is trying to like slash at Xander, saying like, "Give me the seal." Yeah. And then he turns to Empata and says, "It's you." And then and she, I, she yeah. looks taken aback. Actually, she's like, "What?" Yeah, she doesn't like this, obviously. And then yeah. they go to the library that everyone's all together again now, and Empata tells Giles to destroy the seal. Mm-hmm. That if this guy is after the die. seal. Yeah, if someone could die. And if he's like, somebody after, did die. Yeah. yeah, and then she says about Rodney. And Empata gets upset and, and leaves the library, and Xander runs after her. In the hallway, Empata says the investigation is dangerous and runs off again. And Willow tell, comes out and tells... Xander says, oh, I'm trying to convince her that our life isn't just all danger and stuff. And so Willow says, you should take her to the dance as like a date. So yeah. I won't go, and you can actually, like, ask her, like, to the dance. So you can show her, like, a nice, like, good time. That's not that all. That was very big of Willow. That was a lot of growth for her. That must have been really hard. Yeah. And I like, feel like this is the moment. Like, she was just saying, I can either wait for him for my entire life, or I can get on with my life. And I feel like this is her. She's like, okay, I need to get on with my life. And even, like, when before, when he was into Buffy, she was supportive of him telling her his feelings. She, she really did. is a good person. Yeah. And, like, she said, even though with you, I know he never had a chance. She tells Buffy that. But, yeah. obviously, Ampata likes him. And she's, mm-hmm. 
just like like you know she's facilitating this relationship. She wants him to be happy. Mm-hmm. She has yeah. an emotional maturity about her. She does. She just yeah. is like more than once that she's done this, and she's yeah, yeah she's. A Good friend, for sure. Sucks for her, though. <laughs> in the library, Buffy and Giles are saying that they need to look for the other parts of the seal because, obviously, um, they think he, the warrior might have them, but if he doesn't, there means they're probably still in the tomb. Like, they're probably still at the, at the museum. Yep. So they make a plan to go there after they close tonight, which means Buffy can't go to the dance, which she's not happy about. Mm, but she's, she's like, oh, fine. But she wanted to go to the dance. In the hallway, Xander asks Empata to the dance, and he says he, uh, that he likes her. Mm-hmm. And befi- behind him, at some point in this scene, there's a, a WP sticker on a wall somewhere. And it's like a band called Widespread Panic. So that's a little hmm. thing in there. I remember seeing it, but I don't remember exactly saw where which shot I saw it in. Okay. So just a little Easter egg there for any Widespread Panic fans. I need to just go and like, listen to something of theirs just so I know what it sounds like. Because I have never heard of them. Hmm. Um, I thought it was cute how when he was telling her that she... That he likes her and she says she likes him back. That he's like, you're not a praying mantis, are you? <laughs> exactly. Yes. Good. I'm glad you've caught that. Cause, or like brought that up. Because I meant to bring it up. But I couldn't remember where he brought it up. Yeah. Because poor Xander's like, the only way a woman could like me is if she's a praying mantis. Yeah. Which poor Xander at the end of this episode. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know, he had a top of mind. Like, are you, are you normal? Are you normal? Are you human? You know? So he wasn't like totally blind that it could be something else. Yeah. And Potty goes to the, into the bathroom and she's just starting to put some lipstick on, and the warrior just pops out in the bathroom, saying that she's must die, that she's like the chosen one, and that she doesn't have a choice, like she has to die. And he she says, "I do have a choice," and she like grabs him yeah. and takes his life force. So she kisses yeah. him and takes his life force. So it's funny because like I don't know if you if you noticed this, but like when she went in the washroom, she looked like kind of pale and you know I don't know tired or whatever, and then she. After that, she comes out of the washroom and she's just like glowing and mm-hmm. vibrant and like youthful and <laughs> yeah, her cheeks are red and rosy. Yeah, mm-hmm. I did notice that. Okay. Yeah, she comes out of the bathroom and yeah, looks like life has been breathed into her. No yeah, pun exactly. intended. Literally. Yeah, literally. And tells Xander that she will go to the dance with him. Now, what I wondered about the bodyguard, because now he's dead, so we've seen everything of him that we're gonna see. Mm-hmm. Was he only summoned because the seal broke? Or does he just follow her around the country or the world, making sure that nobody does anything? I assume he was summoned when the seal was broke. Okay. Because his job or his duty is to make sure nothing disturbs her. So I think he'd only be summoned if she's disturbed. Yeah. And it wasn't like he was, like, blending in with his clothes No, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. Okay. Makes sense. And he literally, like, appears out of thin air. So it's not like he was hiding. You know, like, he – like, we can see him – from a corner, like like watching her or anything like that, or following her. So yeah, like the FBI. Say. Yes, exactly. Like hanging out. Yeah. Okay, that okay. makes sense. In Buffy's bedroom, Empata is getting ready for the dance. She looks really cute. Like she's she just, so cute. This actress is gorgeous. Like, she I mean, is she's gorgeous. Very pretty. And she like is, her yeah. like hair and her outfit for this, like oh, <laughs> very nice. And her luggage has arrived apparently. Mm. And Buffy says that she'll um, she'll unpack it for her because Buffy's not going to the dance anymore. And she's like, no, 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 don't, don't do that. Don't unpack it. It's fine. I liked, I liked the parallel here, how, like, as they're getting ready, and, like, she, Buffy's trying to explain to her how to get lipstick, because Ampada doesn't have any lipstick, apparently. Mm-hmm. And, like, she's about to open, like, she starts to open Buffy's drawer, but she's not looking at it, and it has, like, the steaks and the holy water in it, and Buffy, like, casually shuts it. Mm-hmm. And then, like, Buffy's trying to, like, un- open her trunk or whatever, and you can see 
you know, a mummy in it. And then Empata just comes over and shuts it before Buffy sees it. I just thought that was a cute, like, little parallel between mm-hmm. the two of them. There's a lot yeah. of parallel. Yeah, this is all a parallel, this whole scene. Because when Empata says, oh, you remind me of the Inca princess. Because you're always putting yourself for others. And, you know, she, who knows oh, what kind of way, life. You always put others before yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you for catching that. Because I would have been editing and been like, oh, got it wrong. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, like, what what did she have to give up in service of others? And so yeah. Buffy's like, you're singing my song, Empata. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I definitely, yeah. yeah this Their uh, Empata slash Buffy slash the Inca princesses' stories are very similar. They all had to make such big sacrifices to fulfill their duties. Yeah. yeah. And they were both 16 at the time. Yeah. Which is interesting. Sad. So, um, yeah, Buffy yeah. opens the trunk, and we see... And the real Empata, yep, like all mummified Creepy. in a trunk, Buffy. just hanging out in Buffy's bedroom. Yeah, Buffy doesn't see it because the doorbell rings, and she's oh, that's Xander and Willow, so she leaves to go let them in. So Buffy goes downstairs and lets Xander in. He is dressed like it's a nod to Clint Eastwood's character in the Dollar Trilogy, apparently. Oh, because I was like, I don't know what this is, and it's a it's a nod to like the spaghetti westerns because he says okay. Italy, but that's not correct. So there's like a lot like <laughs> of stuff in there. So it's like a spaghetti western thing <laughs> that's funny okay. yeah and so he comes in and he says like oh willow's not coming with us and buffy's like okay this is like an actual date because like i'm not going anymore mm-hmm. and empata comes down and xander is like Bleh. like non-verbal almost because he's like really thinks she looks beautiful tongue-tied tongue-tied yes and uh yeah joyce is there saying oh i wish you'd get my daughter to go until she's stubborn they head off and buffy tells xander he looks good i think she's really happy for him yeah she is yeah mm-hmm. i see their like a uh, growth in their friendship which is good so in the bronze we're at the dance and we see that the band that devon and oz are in is called D- dingoes ate my baby oh i didn't even see that it's okay. on like the drum the drum that's head funny. or whatever okay and that's from like a movie right i can't remember i'll have to look the that up the thing i know is like i know seinfeld did it and elaine was making a joke at some party where she felt uncomfortable and she was like the dingoes ate my baby and i'm like yeah see i don't like seinfeld so i'm not the person to ask about what? seinfeld stuff and i don't i think it's like one joke per episode i just don't like it fine fine it's we fine no but like, good reference okay. you know it's in seinfeld I, i'm here for the reference though okay. Okay. Yeah, and the band that actually, like, they're, the music is Four Star Mary. It's like, Dingo's Ain't My Baby, like, that's who is the actual band. Oh, okay. So, yeah, it's not Oz and them playing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we see Oz uh, up there the on stage. He's there with Devin. Mm-hmm. Willow is dressed up as an Eskimo. <laughs> but I think and now the term is Inuit. Yes, Inuit. Mm-hmm. Um, and Cordelia walks in as Malibu Barbie. <laughs> yeah, so somewhere from, like, Tahiti or something like that, but it's very Cordelia. I was like, okay, cool. It's cute. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't, I expect, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I could pick, I could have picked that out of the lineup for Cordy for sure. <laughs> and Cordy doesn't like Sven. He's following around. He's dressed as like a Viking, like obviously, like I guess his own, Sweden. like Sweden, yeah, like his own. Right. I don't know if you're supposed to do someone so... that wasn't your, your not your culture, Maybe. but. She's so mean. She's like, go get me a drinky, go punchy. Yeah, <laughs> like, fruit punchy and he's just staring at her like what and one of her friends is like well i think he's cute enough and takes off of them yeah. so she's happy to get and rid of him nice to him <laughs> yeah sander and empata come in and they meet up with willow and oh, willow you yeah. can tell right away she feels less than yeah she's like looks at her her costume which is like i she's probably sweating bullets in a club with that huge coat, coat on, and everything yeah. and the hood 
Yeah. And uh, yeah, she's like, oh, I should have, maybe I should have worn something sexy. Because that, that, Willow's I, is not sexy. I hate, I know, but like, okay, so I like, Impata really liked her her costume. She's like, oh, it's like very authentic. Yeah. Um, and then Xander's like, you look snug. And then I, you can tell she feels slighted by that. I don't know. Did you ever have this? I can't remember if we've had this conversation before or not, but like, did you ever have this moment where you like, when I was a 13 year old, I think I went to one of my really close best friends, like Halloween party. And I worked really hard on my costume and I'm not even going to say what it is. Cause it's not like not super appropriate to say what it is now like Ooh, it, it wouldn't pass for the but okay. it wasn't like it wasn't a sexy costume it was oh like okay this wasn't appropriate sexy. anymore yeah like i mean okay. nobody would be able to dress up like this anymore if they did okay. it would be like not cool okay but, um, okay okay anyway so i like i worked really hard on this costume and i thought it was really cool and then when i get there like all the other 13 year old girls were dressed as sexy costumes and i was like oh <laughs> I, mean, I was never like, into the sexy I felt, versions okay. of things I felt Willow, like, I felt her in that moment. I was like, oh, girl, I know how that feels. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't like, ever oh. remember having something like that. That's I've never good. been super I hope you didn't. <laughs> and I, but I never, never dressed up as, like, the sexy version of anything. I always went for, like, just whatever. Like, whatever costume I wanted to be. I think that's, a, that's good. No, you should do that. Because I feel like after that party, it just made me want to dress as sexier versions of things, which is silly. To fit in. Yeah, actually, just to fit in. Yeah, yeah, which is normal, normal feeling, especially at yeah. that age. Yeah, yeah. yeah so um, but yeah, sorry, I felt her in that moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, poor thing. Xander asks Empata to dance, so yes. they head out to the dance floor at Bobby's house. Giles shows up, and she's like, "Um, you're supposed to meet at the museum." He's like, "Well, we found the bo- the bodyguard, the warrior, mm-hmm. and he's dead in the bathroom at <laughs> high school." That's sad. And they start to suspect Empata. And they said, you know, she's been weird about the seal from day one. Mm-hmm. And Buffy's like, her her luggage. Yeah. She's her trunks. And they run upstairs. Yeah. And in her bedroom, they're going through her clothes, and they're like, it's all men's clothes. Yeah, which is really weird. And Giles is like, why would they pack, why would she pack this? Mm-hmm. And Buffy, well, something we didn't mention, which isn't that big of a detail, that once Buffy left to go let Willow and, Zan- well, she thought Willow and Xander in, and Pada, like, padlocked. The, the the trunk with the body in it. Well, Buffy right. just rips that off. She rips it right off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She, doesn't, she doesn't know she's a slayer, right? She just rips and it then, off. this is my favorite line, actually. She opens the trunk and she says, what kind of girl travels with a mummified corpse and doesn't even pack a lipstick? Yeah, it doesn't seem practical. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so obviously they know, like, that's the Empata. It's the real Empata in there and she is yeah. the, uh, and uh, Empata yeah. is the mummy. At the bronze, Empata and Xander are dancing and Oz sees Willow from the stage and asks Devin, who's that girl? And he thinks he's talking about Empata and says, oh, she's a foreign exchange student. And he said, no, the Eskimo. Because he sees <laughs> so Willow just cute. sitting there by herself, kind of like looking around and stuff. So he's like, wow, like, who's that girl over there? Which is so cute. That's great. Willow's I love some, that scene, yeah. Some recognition that she deserves. That's her, Finally. Yeah, for real. In Giles' car, Buffy and Giles are trying to get to the bronze and uh, obviously, because she knows Empata's there with Xander, and that she kisses him, she'll take his life force. And I like Giles how car. she's trying to get him to speed up, and she's yeah. like, one of these days, you're going to have to get a grown-up car. Yeah, he has, like, an old, crappy car, so oh, it's not getting them there very fast. Uh, and this, I'm just going to put, we come back to the car, we leave and we come back, but I'm just going to put it on one, that Giles, they figure that if the 
if the, breaking the seal released her, then putting the seal together could trap her again. Which so sense, yeah. yeah, logical. And so Giles is going to drop Buffy up off at the bronze to stop, you know, make sure Xander's okay and to stop her from taking anybody else's life. And then Giles is going to go to the museum and try to put the seal back together. So mm-hmm. that's their plan they've come up with. At the bronze on the dance floor, Empata and Xander almost kiss, and she runs off. Well, you can before she runs off though, you can see her hands starting to age. Mm, yes, thank you. Yeah, she's starting to turn because she hasn't sucked the life out of somebody in, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, like, four hours or something. I don't, I don't know how often she's got to do this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Another another funny line Buffy says before she gets out of the car with Giles is um, she needs to get to him before he gets smoochy with Mummy Dearest. Mummy Dearest. Yeah. Good. That was a good one. Seriously, the lines in this show. Yeah. Uh, 10 out of 10. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's our reference to Mommy Dearest, the book slash movie, which is our second Mommy Dearest. Uh, reference in the show because she was talking about Andy's mom. She says, Mommy dearest. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so yeah. that's we get that again. When Apata runs off and she sees a guy sitting on the stairs and kind of entices him to follow yeah, her. Yeah, kind of like leads him away. Mm-hmm. So this guy's name is Jonathan. We don't learn his name in this episode, but he oh, he will okay. be back. Sounds like I don't know who this is. Yeah, okay. he will be, He we will know him. Yeah. So, okay. but right now he's just unnamed. D- a dance person. <laughs> yeah. And while that's going on, you can see Sven speaking very good English to Cordelia's friend, which I find hilarious. Yeah. He's like, look what I got stuck with. French drink, like, like, pint, like fruit drinky, like, uh, he's just, like making fun of her and like being like, I can't believe I got stuck with this biatch. <laughs> really so, funny. yeah. So, I like that scene. <laughs> so good for him and the friend if they're hitting it off. <laughs> and Pata tries to kiss Jonathan and she says, you know, uh, he, he says, you know, I thought you were with Xander. And she's like, no, I'm not. Like, I'm not. I don't she's see like, does here. it look like I'm with Xander? Yeah, I don't see him here. Yeah. And he, she touches his face, and then her hand is all it's grotesque. Gross. And he's like, your hands feel rough. Whatever your girl wants to hear. <laughs> your hands feel really rough. <laughs> like an old lady. Ooh, thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Jonathan. You can tell. Jonathan's not the most popular boy, and you can <laughs> probably guess that already. So she goes to kiss him. And she hears Xander comes looking for her. So she kind of like, they stop and Jonathan's like, I'm out of here. You know, you came with Xander and you're in this dark corner with me. I'm out of here before mm-hmm. Xander finds us. That's right. And Xander tries to talk to her to tell me what's wrong. And she says, I don't deserve you. And he's just laughing. And he's like, you don't deserve me. I love you. Like, so they've, they've and she also told the warrior in the bathroom that she was in love. So like, they're yeah. saying that they're in love yeah. now yeah. already at this point. Hey, when you're a teenager, those feelings mm-hmm. come on strong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're quick. And they have for Empata and Xander. Mm-hmm. So she kind of kisses him. They start kissing Light. a bit. Yeah. It's like Which a I was just like, I was waiting because I was like, as soon as their lips touch. But it wasn't like, you know, it didn't happen. Yeah, I don't think it was like full on at first. Yeah, it was like, it wasn't like fully committed kiss, I guess. <laughs> but then Xander does like feel it. Mm-hmm. And she pulls away quickly. Yeah. It's like, he, you can tell he's like, it feels like his breath is getting taken. Mm-hmm. Like he's yeah, out of breath. Yeah. Yeah. So she, he falls, she like, she pushes him away, right? Yeah. Yeah. She's like, I can't, I can't do it. And he falls to the ground. And he's kind of like struggling for breath and he's kind of like stunned. Mm-hmm. And, and she is trying to help him because she didn't mean to do it, I guess. Or she changed yeah. her mind at the last second. I think she didn't mean to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Giles at the, at the museum, Giles is putting the pieces of the seal together and as he puts more pieces together and the bronze and Pata feels it. Mm-hmm. She feels like the power of the seal like 
being put back together. And she says, the seal. And she, like, runs off and leaves Xander on the ground. So I have a question here. Okay. So she tries to kiss him. And I, I feel like, I don't know, I could be wrong, but I feel like she's trying to kiss him without taking yeah. his life away. Mm-hmm. How does she see this going long term? <laughs> like, is she yeah. just never going to be able to kiss him? Like, I guess she, yeah. No, I agree. I think she was trying to just kiss him out of feelings, not out of, like, yeah. trying to kill him. Exactly. Not with yeah. the intention of taking his yeah. his life force or whatever. But, yeah, I guess she's just not. And also, <laughs> like even if, yeah, you're not going to kiss Xander. But, like, you, how, would, how long are you going to get away with killing everybody else? Like, she has to kill pretty often, I yes. feel like. Yeah. Like, so, like you're people not, a day almost? Yeah, like, so, yeah. She's also, six, like you said, she's a teenager. She's 16, so this probably isn't, like, all, she's got it all figured out, yeah. right? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's not looking too far ahead. <laughs> At the bronze, Buffy shows up and asks Willow, like, where's where's Xander? And she said that Empata, well, she first says, like, Empata's the the mummy, and Willow's actually happy. <laughs> yeah, she is. She's like, oh, well, that's the end of that. <laughs> like, I got Xander back. Even, you know, at least he does, he does, this romantic interest isn't going to work out after all. Yeah. And they said that Xander and Empata went backstage, and they run off. And when right when they, as they do, Oz was coming up to say hi to Willow. Mm-hmm. And so they missed their connection there. And I was waiting, like, the whole episode. So, I yeah. yeah. They have a connection in the next episode. So they missed they missed each other. And he's like, and he says again, who, who is that girl? So, so he's he's intrigued by her for sure. Mm-hmm. But he missed his mm-hmm. chance. He missed his chance to, to introduce himself. They find Xander backstage. He says, well, that was some kiss. Because he's, like, <laughs> having problems. And they don't tell him at the time. They said they'll tell him in the car. But they need to get to the to the museum because they know she's gone after Giles now because Giles is putting the seal back together. Yep. In the museum, Giles is about to put the last piece together when Empata grabs him and he, like, loses grip on the seal and it, like, really shatters. Yeah. yeah. It really shatters, but not this time. And he kind of, they grapple with uh, each other and he, she throws him into the tomb. So he's unconscious again. Poor Giles. (laughs) Buffy arrives and fights with Empata, and they kind of like, oh, you're not normal, and you're not normal. Like, we're both been hiding stuff. And they seem to have equal strength, too. Yeah, I mean, when Burns. Empata is mo- dealing with that, like, top of the, like, the big stone lid to the tomb, she's kind of like, whoop. Like, yep. doesn't seem like it takes much effort for her. Mm-hmm. Um, and she throws Buffy into the tomb with Giles and puts the, puts the, the lid on. So they're kind of stuck in there. She immediately grabs Willow because Willow and Xander are following, like, close behind. Grabs Willow and is about to just take her life force. Yeah, and see, this is the first time she does it to a girl, interestingly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's who's there. And she needs yeah. to desperately, like, her whole, her whole arms now are, like, mummified. <laughs> so she's running out of time. So she's like, whoever's right. around. Yeah. But Willow, or, but Xander saves her. Yeah, Xander comes in and says, no, you're not gonna, like, do it. And she's like... We can keep going. Like, if I don't, it's the end of me. It's the end of us. We can be together if you let me. And he's like, uh, no, it's not happening. He grabs Willow. And he's like, if you're going to take anybody's life, you can take mine. Mm-hmm. And she makes a choice to, yeah, she'd rather be alive and kill Xander than the other way around. So she does commit. At that point, she is tra- going to, st- she doesn't want to, but she knows she's up, her back's up against a wall. She has to either take his life or die. The thing is, when she goes in to do it, she hesitates. Yeah, it's weird. It's a weird, like... I feel like if she hesitates. Sort of, if he's trying to, like, keep her at bay, like... It, I think... It I don't know. It goes on a little I, too long. 
Because I feel like even when, like, he's saying, like, you have to take my life. And she's like, no, because she loves him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, nope, this is your choice. You're not killing her. You have to kill me. And then she's like, okay. And then she goes to do it and she hesitates. So I, I feel like from my point of view, at least, mm-hmm. she can't actually do it. Yeah. It, it's definitely debatable because it is a weird, like, I, I can't really see clearly what's happening. Like, is he pushing her away? Is she trying to force herself on him? Is, is she hesitating? There's, like, yeah, there's, like, some weirdness going on there. Definitely could be... Mm-hmm. interpreted different ways and in the background we see Buffy like bam bam like trying to get out of the <laughs> she tomb she gets the tomb lit off yeah, yeah she eventually yeah. blows that off She's and jumps trying. out and right before their lips are gonna touch Buffy grabs and pot and pulls her away but her arms stay on Xander and she her arms get ripped apart. off so creepy Ew. Yeah. and like the little pieces of skin that are hanging off at the end ugh, like at the end of her that, that was actually really gross <laughs> And she pulls her off. And, like, by this point, she is fully mummified. Yep. And her face and everything. And Buffy drops her and she kind of shatters. Yeah, so she's she's dead. For good. And, and then they, they just leave. Yeah, they just say, eh, somebody else will clean this up. <laughs> what? These are just thought, rotted arms. Or and Whatever. Exactly. And, like, the tomb lid and the seal and everything. Yeah. Whatevs. <laughs> the, the night janitor is going to have a fright. He comes in and sees us. He's going to be like, what the heck? I don't get paid enough for this. Uh, yep. I underlined, ew. Because when he gets his arms, when she pull, gets her arms pulled off, that's nasty. <laughs> in the hallway, uh, Xander and Buffy are kind of just walking. And Xander's obviously he's bummed. Lamenting. He's lamenting that he's the worst taste in women. Yeah. He's not had good luck. Even only, well air quotes, normal one that he's liked, which is Buffy, and she's not interested in him. And the other two have been, like, a mummy and a praying mantis. mantis. So, yeah, he's not having a good day. I mean, Buffy's like, she wasn't all evil at first, at least. Yeah, it's another comparison between them that she says, like, she wasn't, like, born evil. Like, she kind of felt like her back was against the wall. She said, I wasn't actually as obsessed with doing the right thing when I heard the prophecy that I had to die. And Xander's like, well, the difference is that you did. Exactly. And she like, says, you were willing I, had to do you, it. I had you to bring me back. Mm-hmm. This, is my, this is my favorite scene, actually. I thought this was really cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that she has sympathy for her. She wasn't going to let her just do whatever she needed to do. But yeah, but she empathizes. She can see the connection between them. Yeah. I mean, they yeah. even called her the chosen one. They called him part of the chosen one several mm-hmm. times, yeah. which is like definitely Buffy's name, you know? Yeah. So I think it's, it's not really fair to be have these responsibilities, these duties thrust upon you like that. Yeah, so Buffy can definitely empathize, but she still had to stop her. Yeah. You know. And that's, so Buffy definitely sees herself in Empata, for sure. Yeah. And and that's the end of the episode. Yep. That's Inca Mummy Girl. Oh, right. Steak rating? Well, I'll do my favorite line and see. Oh, yeah, okay, right. So my favorite line was, no, it's fine. My favorite line was, one day I'm going to live in a town where evil curses are just generally ruled out without even saying. <laughs> wait, wait, when did they say that? Buffy says that when they're walking up, to, when they first go and they find the seal, because they're like, there could be an evil curse. And she's like, you know, I just want to like live in a town where that's already just ruled out uh, automatically. <laughs> you know, like, she's just like, yeah, I thought that was good. Okay. And then my favorite scene was the Empata and Buffy when they're in the bedroom. Like, we talked about, like, the, the trunk opening, the drawer opening, talking oh, so about the parallels. Great. I love that. Yeah, the parallels between, like, these young girls expected to give up their life, fi- literally, figuratively, everything, um, for for the good of others. Uh, yeah, all those parallels between them in that scene. That was my favorite. Okay. 
That was a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mentioned my favorite line was what kind of girl travels with a mummified corpse and doesn't even pack lipstick. Yes. Good. And then, yeah, just my favorite scene. I did really like the, the end between, um, Buffy and Xander, um, just how he highlights that, you know, she had to do something that she didn't want to do. Um, and how she made the right choice, how she did, mm-hmm. you know, did what she was supposed to do. She put her, she put others before herself and, um, she, you know, lets him know that she's grateful that he helped brought her back to life basically mm-hmm. so just i see the the relationship between them the friendship between them uh growing deeper and i i kind of like that yeah a, a lot of respect going on there mm-hmm. yeah and i think xander handled this this, season, this episode well he did his emotional maturity is growing <laughs> yes it was so, the yeah. best xander episode so far it really was yeah so my steak rating okay i'm gonna up it what was it, <laughs> it was and what is it now it was a three it was a three yeah, but I'm going to give it a 3.8. Okay. Move to 3.8. I like the new air quotes villain, like, you know, expanding the universe again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was the best Sander episode we've had, for sure. The mummy looked good. I think it stood up fairly well, like, how she looked. Like, when her, even, like, when Rodney, she was grabbed Rodney and her eyes opened, but there was nothing in there. Oh, did you did you catch that? That was pretty creepy. Yeah, I didn't yeah the that. eyelids opened, but there was no eyeballs. Ooh, ew, okay. Yeah, that was pretty good. Like, it stood up. And, like, the arms and everything. Like, I, I think it didn't, it didn't, it held up, I think. Like, you could see that today, and you wouldn't be like, oh, that looks so dated. Yeah. So. Yeah, okay. And that was good. I loved all the Buffy and Pata parallels. Yes. Um, and I guess I'm giving it a 3.8 because it's a standalone episode, it doesn't add, it doesn't move the ball along for season two. And it's like, because I know what's coming. I guess that's where the perspective I'm coming with. Oh, okay. No Spike, no Angel, no Jenny Calendar. Oh, yeah. So, you know, those are things I was missing. Okay. But it was yeah, good. It was good. It basically wasn't like anything it did wrong. It's just like all the things that it was missing. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I gave it a 4.8. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I, again, I liked it because it... it you know, was different than the vampire world. Um, I didn't mind that it didn't have some of our favorite characters in it. Uh, I liked the Impata character. I thought she was really good. And yeah, I, I yeah. kind of liked how she, like most of the characters really are just pure evil and she's not like you see her as an actual normal, well, not normal, but like as a, she was, she was essentially a good person. She just mm-hmm. had to make these choices to, you know, keep going. People she will won't. make Decisions they never would otherwise to stay alive. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly And that's right. where she was. That's, that's the position she was in. Yeah. She felt like she didn't have a choice. She didn't have a choice. It was either that or die. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I felt like I could empathize with that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I liked it. And then, I didn't even know this, but just when you were saying this actually was based off of something mm-hmm. real. So yeah, I that, that's like an actual real. mummy that was found. Yeah, yeah, an actual mummy. So, yeah. And I just, I thought the character development was good. Like you said, the parallels between Impata and Buffy, I really liked that, too. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Apparently she was like found on a, a volcano, which is oh, cool. cool. The mummy was found on a volcano. Huh. Yeah. And it was only like a few years, like this was 97, 97, that was 95. So it was still like, oh, wow. Fresh news, I guess, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. That um, would be fresh news. Yeah. So yeah, I thought it was good. I, I don't know why I'm giving it such a low score. Oh yeah. And all the lines, the lines were so, like I laughed so much in this episode. Yeah. More than any other episode for sure. Yeah. Did you like it better than The Witch? Or Witch? I think, I think so. I think I did like it better than Witch. Yep. Cool. Awesome. The next one, uh, I think, is pretty, if I remember correctly, pretty bottom of the barrel. But we'll get through it. 
Oh, really? Oh, great. Yeah, I don't think it's one of the top. But I think it's on definitely on the like bottom twenty. I think ish. I oh wow! Say. Okay, what's the, what's the name of the next episode? Reptile, two, episode reptile boy. Reptile mm, doesn't sound great. Okay. Yeah, I think it's pretty. It's not, the, but you know what? We follow it up with a with a classic. So okay. yeah, okay. so we have well that to look forward to. Okay. All right. So your question for Reptile Boy. Okay. Is Buffy finds something on the ground in the graveyard? What is it? I'll say it's something that something, I'll give you a hint. It's something somebody would wear. A bracelet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see how good my poker face is? Hmm, <laughs> I don't know. Could be right. Bracelet. It's funny because I just looked down and I was just like, bracelet? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Cool. Cool, cool. We'll see. I got the last one wrong. We'll see. Said, like an aunt or an uncle or cousin. Said a fa- I said, I said, since I knew you had it wrong, I was like, we'll just say family member. You can put <laughs> all those people together because I knew it wasn't right. So. Okay. okay. Bracelet. All right. Bracelet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that wraps up season two, episode four, Inca Mummy Girl. Again, you can find us on all major podcast apps and YouTube and Instagram at One Girl and All the World Pod. And you can send us an email at onegirlpod at gmail.com. So please go over to your whatever pod listener you're on and give us a review. That would be great. So thanks for joining us. And we'll be back next week with season two, episode five, Reptile Boy. Slay you real soon. Bye. Mm-hmm.